0: keeping you up to date with the latest in Texas Tech sports. This is the Ask Level Podcast, brought to you by Double T 97.3. Hey, what's happening?
1: Welcome to episode number 13 of the Ask Level Podcast, a baker's dozen this week. Alongside Chris Level, I'm Choice Woodman. Level, how are we doing today?
0: well um you know first uh back-to-back bowl season since 2012 2013 mm-hmm. and yeah fun uh fun night in Ames uh this past weekend uh it, it was a cold night mm-hmm. it was uh, uh a grind uh of a night and it was midwestern style football and the Red Raiders <laughs> uh the red Raiders outlasted the cyclones uh but I don't I don't care how it looked but The 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 old uh, sun is shining a bit brighter in Lubbock, Texas these days uh, (laughs) after what you, uh, you know, figured out a way to pull off, man. uh, Yeah.
1: Midwestern style. You could say Iowa State's big Tening up the big 12 this year or whatever. Uh, But but we've we've talked about it a number of times. We've said this multiple times this year. You found Texas Tech found a way to win a game that it doesn't feel like they're gonna win in the past. I mean, you you're finding ways to win. And you've lost games this year, but this one was was gritty, knockdown, drag out, however you want to term it. You got it done. And uh getting to a bowl game against Iowa State two years in a row, uh, feel, feels good. Feels good, even though it was uh some people Calling it an ugly game, however you want to put it. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. It's
0: a win. <laughs> I'll take. I'll take twelve of those every year because yeah. I mean, some of TCU's games are ugly to a certain extent too. No they kidding. just, you know, they get behind and uh, outlast teams. But I'd I, I take. Uh, I'd I take. You know, twelve of those every single year if you want to give them to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just to, to score fourteen points and win a game on the road and team degree temperatures, uh, windshield hovering around just above zero. Uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah. I, and, and I, I think there, there's so many uh, things to get into from that game. But I think first and foremost was uh, just, just the defense uh, not giving in at all. And I think uh, the, the fourth down stops. And, and mm-hmm. essentially, these are – it's not going to be – you know, statted as such, but these are takeaways. These are, you're turning them over and, you know, to hold Iowa state to a couple of field goal attempts, uh, one at the end of the first half, which was blocked. And, you know, had some, yeah. some timeout usage, which I, I love because uh, the, the home crowd was, uh, you know, the, the they cold didn't home crowd was <laughs> boo. boo. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry about you. Uh, but whether that had anything to do with the the block or not, I'm not sure, but, uh, but, but then to start that game and you, you turn it over, I guess the only turnover in the game technically and and to to hold them to a three and out and then a field goal attempt that they miss, I thought that just kind of set the tone, uh, because I, I I think uh, I even said it on the broadcast, uh, with, with you guys choice in that you just were clearly the more excited team to be playing and playing in these elements. And you just had a little more energy and juice. And I mean, they had to win that game to keep their season alive. They had to to pull that off in order to get to a bowl game. They will not go to a bowl game. You ended their season. and They've got one more game against uh, TCU and Fort Worth. And that's just a pride game. Uh, But uh, yeah, I I just, I, I thought, I thought you you just you were more excited, and I thought it showed. And and I, you know, was was I worried whenever they, they go up ten to seven on you? Absolutely. Sure. But then you orchestrate, uh, I believe, a seventy-six yard or seventy-seven yard drive mm-hmm. that just you know. And, and and credit to Tyler Shuck, man, because it doesn't look pretty at times. The guy's tough. He's gritty. He he's going to put you in good situations. He didn't turn it over. And I thought, you know, his legs and decision making is a big reason why you won that game.
1: You know, statistically, Iowa State outplayed Texas Tech in a lot of areas, including the turnover margin. Even though there's just the one, uh, offensively they went above their
0: average. Um, they, well, they, they got there's... they got yards, and like you, you kind of bend, right. you bent, but didn't really ever break, and that was yeah. the key. Some I, of these I, were empty yards. I think the the difference level is is that you made the bigger plays in
1: this game, and, and that was it. They, they yeah, between the twenties or even between the tens, they get down to the goal line several times, but you just make the plays in this game, the big plays, uh, to come up with a victory. And that that's one where we'll look back at it and uh, remember this as an extremely cold game, but uh, one where you just out toughed Iowa State in in their own atmosphere.
0: And they've got a stud wide out, you know, I mean, that, make no mistake. I mean, that, yep. that, that kid, Xavier Hutchinson is, he, he's going to make some money playing this game. He uh, carried he, their offense. last. Yeah. Year. He's not even open. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got decent coverage and, mm-hmm. and good coverage on some of these. I mean, Deckers is throwing it behind him. He's throwing it out of bounds. Yep. He's catching them one handed. Uh, and, 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 the fact that they didn't even look his way in those eight plays and fourth and, you know, those two fourth down stops, any either one of those series near the goal line, I mean, not a quick slant, not an end around, mm-hmm. not a using him as a decoy, just nothing is uh, baffling to me. Sure. But you, you weren't running it up the gut on, on this night against these Red Raiders. Uh, and that this is without Tyree Wilson and without Malik Dunlap, without Jacob Rodriguez in the second half. Uh, I just thought I thought Tim Derooter's group played played a really good uh, really good game, man. And you know, I just yeah, you you can empty yard me to death, but you you never gave up scores, and you yeah. you, you 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 didn't break, you know, period. And uh, I've been fairly critical of not taking the ball away enough. Uh, I might say critical. That's one of the criticisms you can offer up. You're being nitpicky at that, but. The, the, the turnovers or the turnover on downs and then holding them to a the couple of field goal attempts where they miss yeah, or one gets blocked. I mean, I think that was the that was the difference.
1: And you're the uh, crazy guy who got to choose to go endure the elements instead of uh sitting on a <laughs> beach in, in Maui right now. Now, I, I know people have asked like, how cold actually was it? Is this the coldest game you've been a part of? Yeah,
0: no, no not even not even close. Yeah, I, I was I was okay uh, for the most part, uh, but but it, it 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 shatters any any memory or recollection that I can I can have. I mean, in six or seven years ago in Ames, I think sixteen is we we determined, and there was a game in Manhattan that was really really cold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the end of Cliff's tenure uh, there, but th- this one this one took the cake because uh, it, it was one it was nighttime. Uh, Those other two were in the daytime, so at least you had a little semblance of uh, the sun trying to help. Yeah. But this was this was nighttime. This was I mean those heaters and heated benches on the sidelines. That that was not a fair fight uh, for those poor (laughs) heaters and those propane (laughs) tanks just trying to uh, push out as much heat as they could. You, You know, for the first time I've ever seen it, you had a big coffee maker on the sideline filled with chicken broth. Did you partake at all styrofoam cups? I did. I had a couple of pulls off of that thing. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it just, it warmed your insides just for a brief second. Yeah. And yeah. and I was like, I'm so cold. I don't want to drink cold water. And I had these water bottles uh-huh. in my backpack with me on the sideline. They were frozen. Uh, so, you know, and as I reported to you guys, the, the trainers were walking by, they're like, we can't those Gatorade bottles that they, they can't, you can't squeeze water into these kids uh, <laughs> during timeouts and stuff because the little tips of them were, were, were freezing. That's I mean, crazy. So, it, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, I had, I had a couple of Dasani water bottles uh, near my backpack and they were like midway through the first quarter. It's like I, I had to like punch one of them with my glove just to mm. kind of break up the ice and then try to drink because it was just, it was frozen. So uh, th- that that was the coldest side ever. It's just hard to breathe that air in. But I will say this. I don't think, win or lose, I don't think tech, it bothered Texas Tech. I thought they they had the right mindset. You had street coaches out there with, the, like, vests and no shirts on <laughs> during warmups, just trying to set the tone. Uh, they were, you know, I just thought the, the Red Raiders seemed like the more excited team to play in that stuff uh, as opposed to the home team. Yeah,
1: which is, is kind of crazy for what you said. They they had to win that to keep their season alive, but uh, you you eliminate them from the postseason. Uh, got another game coming up this week. Level it will be against the Oklahoma Sooners, who quite frankly looked pretty good against OSU. Hard to judge because OSU has looked well bad they- the
0: last few weeks. Well, and Oklahoma, I think, looked really good and then really bad. True. true. Looked good in, initially was, and then hit kind of a wall. Yeah. This is just kind of who they have been this year. Uh, wildly inconsistent. Yeah. Um, you are technically ahead of them in the Big 12 standings. I mean, they've only, you're four and four in the league. They are three and five. Mm-hmm. But it, it's, uh, you know, choices as you look ahead to Thanksgiving week and, and all that, uh, I uh, I just go back to the the locker room at the end of the game or after the game was over in, in Ames, and the, the the fact that you punch your ticket to get to play a thirteenth game, and seeing guys like Sir Roderick Thompson, Sir Roderick Thompson like sees me kind of I'm waiting on Coach McGuire. He sees me from a distance, comes over to me. He's just like very emotional, mm-hmm. um, like they're happy tears and just. Yep. you know, just to see him kind of get, get to and, and guys like that, man, it does your heart good. Sure, uh, for kids that have been in this program for a long time and that battled and have grinded, have dealt with coaching changes, dealt with position coach changes and coordinator chamber and all the stuff that that they've dealt with and. Uh, there, there are too many bowl games. I get it, but uh, there, there's a purpose for them, and it, it's for kids like uh, for kids like that right there uh, that, that I was I was real happy about. And so what what that gives you, Woodman, is basically like a it's kind of a free spin of the wheel against the Sooners, man. I mean, there's both teams are bowl eligible. It's true, uh, both teams come in at six and five. It's for semi bowl pecking order, but it's kind of a fun, no pressure type game. Like you can just. You know, go have fun, have a senior night uh, with whoever. will go through that ceremony and and just kind of let it hang out, man. And it's the, those, those games are fun because the end result, like if you don't get it done, it's not the end of the world. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got you've got a chance to beat Oklahoma and Texas uh, in the same season for the first time ever, That's and I think crazy. that that is. Uh, I think you have a chance to get to. Seven wins, uh, you y- were seven win regular season, I should say, for the first time in a in a bit. So, uh, oh, wow. yeah. yeah, yeah, I, I you know, and, and a winning record in the Big Twelve uh, for the first time in a long time, because so you're think- sitting right there at at at, uh, at what four and four right now, and if you win it, you're going to be five and four in the league, and that that's and you're going to go six and one at home if you win it, and that. So- these are all the things we were asking for. Sorry. Yeah. The, the, no. 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 You're fine. I, I'm just trying to say the, the the
1: first time on a lot of these things, the seven wins you haven't done since 2013, which was Cliff's first year. The six wins at home you haven't done since 2009. The the have a winning record in Big 12 play you haven't done since 2009. Four different coaches have come through since the last time you've had a winning record in Big 12 play. So I I agree with you. This is kind of a just go with it type of game. But, man, it would be nice to knock that monkey off the back. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And, and, yeah. Quit, and quit using that stat of since 2009. I'm 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 ready for that to be gone.
0: Yeah, they uh, – you know, Oklahoma's got uh, a really good running back in Eric Gray. He's going to be one of the best you've seen all, all season. He's an NFL guy. I mean, like Bijan Robinson, like Deuce Vaughn, like Kendra Miller. I mean, you know, and so, yeah, run defense will certainly be tested. Dylan Gabriel's been up and down. He throws it to the other team on occasion – He's, he's also been pretty good there at Oklahoma's defense, a bit of a mess. You're kind of getting – Oklahoma's kind of the opposite of Iowa State. You know, Oklahoma's yeah. got some juice on offense. They kind of will put you in a bind at times and all that. Defensively is where they've kind of been very inconsistent and a bit of a mess. They've got good players but haven't figured out a way to be – and they, they picked off Spencer Sanders a lot in that Bedlam game. But – I'm just, you know, I, again I'm I'm looking forward to it. you can walk in a stadium without any pressure uh, and you can you can you know just just let it hang out man and try to end this thing the right way. Uh, and the temperature, you know, even if it's 40 45 degrees, it will feel like a tropical paradise uh, compared to uh, Ames, Iowa. Uh, so that 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 part that won't part won't be too bad either, but I just I, I You know, the, the, the game in Ames, one penalty, uh, you, you did have the one turnover, but it was a really clean game uh, on both sides. I thought, you know, and it was complimentary football. Your defense rose up. Your offense did just enough with two really, really long drives. Uh, I, I thought Shuck managed the game well. Uh, I just, yeah, it's just, it's just fun to, because, it, 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 you know, and, and I, I said this to so many people last week, if you play well and you win that, it's not going to be near as cold. Whereas if if you, for sure, because I'd seen the other movie, man, when it was 66 to 10. And that's why in, in my brain, it was a miserable experience because you were just, it was a joke. I mean, you just didn't show up. That was Matt Campbell's first year. And I don't know what Matt Campbell's doing from a play calling standpoint. I don't know why he holds on to his last time out. Yeah. Uh, so many things about, Iowa State that leaves me scratching my head, but uh, yeah, they're they're kind of searching right now. Uh, but that's that's their problem, not mine. Yeah, and they you got. I was going to say you got to feel for their fans, but you don't have to feel. I for don't know. The absolutely, no. Uh, they I played mean, the Big Twelve Championship game like two exactly. or three years ago. They, uh, they yeah. So I, uh, I don't feel any sympathy for for Iowa State. No, I'm
1: turn. just saying they've they've been through. It feels like for them the same story, different chapter every single week this year how many one score games they've lost and how many low scoring yeah. affairs where well, they just can't get it done it's it's, it's got to be rough this
0: year for them but hate it hate it for them <laughs> i mean i mean don't don't forget don't forget yeah. uh woodman that they this is a team that beat tyler shuck in a bowl game just two years ago and it was a big new year's day game was it like the Fiesta or Sugar yeah. or whatever, yeah, uh, they, they, they beat Oregon. That was kind of the game that I did forget that that Shuck kind of got pulled uh, or started splitting reps, and, and and kind of a reason why he's now at Texas Tech. But I mean, yep. it wasn't too too long ago in Iowa State. It, but again, they had Brees Hall, they had Charlie Colar, they had Brock different. Purdy. That they had just barely lost to Oklahoma in the in the Big Twelve title game, and Matt Campbell was losing his mind after. Uh, some of the calls and that, but I I don't, I don't feel sorry for Iowa state. It's just, that's a program. It's hard to sustain it. It's hard to sustain success and they lost so many NFL type playmakers and they're about to lose their only one in Xavier Hutchinson. Yep. Uh, And so uh, that, that's just, that's just part of the deal. So uh, but that, again, that's, that's their issue. I'm just looking at, at your situation trending up and maybe they're trending down.
1: Yeah, last question on them, and then we'll move on to a little basketball and, and a couple of questions from the audience. Did, has Matt Campbell – did he wait too long? Is his window closed in terms of well, other he's teams either,
0: wanting him? No, I, I don't think so. I, I okay. think uh, I think he's proven he can turn a program around. I think he's proven he's going to do it the right way. Mm-hmm. I think if if you're him – you, you, you may look at it. He's, he's well-paid there. His staff is well-paid. Sure. Uh, I don't think anybody's like, you know, like frustrated with him up there. I mean, I think they're probably frustrated with some of the results, but with, with what he has done, it raises expectations. And so he has to like, look at it and go, can I get it back to that? Or was yeah. that a, was that a one-time deal? Or if somebody calls me now, I'm maybe more willing to listen uh, right. and and where can I go where it's a, maybe a bit easier to, to recruit speed and, mm-hmm. and some of those kinds of things, because uh, I, it just, it, it, that's a program that history would show you. I mean, Paul Rhodes kind of had some moments. Dan McCartney had some moments. Matt Campbell has had some moments and he took it higher than those other uh, two did, but they right. all, all have had a hard time sustaining it. And that's, that's the hardest thing to do in this sport is keeping it going. Sure um you know keeping it going and it's hard because you graduate kids you get you catch lightning in a bottle and you can't keep it going but am I going to be surprised if somebody calls him and then we get some shocker announcement uh at some point you know in the next you know month or a year and a half from now or whatever it may be Mm -hmm. it's not going to surprise me a bit uh but I, I don't I don't Think it will keep people from calling? No, he'd be a okay. he'd be a hell of a hire by somebody like yeah. Nebraska or a Wisconsin or, mm-hmm. or one of those that can pay him a lot more than Iowa State is.
1: He does seem to be a Midwest guy where he's going to stay. Well, that's where he's.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. he's from Ohio, and yeah, and his style, um, Big Ten type of. Yeah, coach. yeah, absolutely. I mean, so does Leipold. Yeah, I think Matt Matt Rule's name is being tossed about, uh, tossed around quite a bit. I don't see yeah. Matt Campbell in the. In the SEC, a seam in, in, in the Big Ten, if, if he's not in the Big 12.
1: Okay, brief look at basketball as uh, Red Raiders are in Maui, uh, playing three games this week. Yeah, he's,
0: depending on when you're hearing this, you know, they yeah, could have true. already played one. They're, they're That's toughest. true. Creighton is probably the best team there, uh, choice. Uh, they've got a seven foot one center named Ryan Kalkbrenner. Uh, th- th- this is, th- this really good. Um, uh, and so Daniel Bacho will have his hands full. Uh, this is a team that was picked overwhelmingly to win the big East. Mm-hmm. I think they're picked, you know, Greg McDermott's got three starters back. They had some transfer guys come in and, and, and what makes me really nervous about this game for the red Raiders, if you are listening to this, uh, before that game is played, which is yep. going to be Monday afternoon, is that this is the kind of team. And they did it a couple of years ago in Las Vegas when they beat you. This is the kind of team, though, that passes the ball really well. They're not disillusioned by your defensive scheme, and that they try to force driving the ball. They're going to zip that, and that's what beats this side defense. You know, they, you know, it's kind of like uh, let's let's transition it back to like the football analogy here. Iowa State wants to show you this this light box, and that you just dare you to run, and Mm -hmm. it's it's the it's a Venus flytrap. It's like, hey come on man there's just three or four guys up here you can run it it's not going to be that big a deal and then as soon as you hand it it's like here they all come and you're like where did they come from Mm -hmm. well text mark's defense is like it's it's kind of it begs you to try to drive but as soon as you do that's when they get you and you're stuck and you make a mistake and try to Mm -hmm. throw out of it and that's where the turnovers come but creighton typically uh is good enough uh to where that doesn't beat them and i think they'll have had some time to work on it and yeah and all those things but
1: uh and and one of the things where mark adams defense where that you you can get away with that too against good passing teams is when you've got six foot four or six six everywhere on the floor where you got so much length and you could still get in those passing lanes but this is a smaller team for Texas Tech this time around defensively.
0: Yeah, they, they are. I mean, and again, really, I think the defense has been better than I would have expected for the Red Raiders through the first three games. Yeah. It's just the turnovers. I mean, you've got plenty of guys taking charges, including a lot of the new pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just – I wonder if if the bright lights here with the Maui Invitational and kind of being on the road and, and nationally televised on all that for these young kids, I don't know if it will bother them or if they'll embrace – I have no way of knowing how they'll uh, handle that aspect. Uh, you're playing in a really, really small uh, gym that'll be really loud, but not many people in there. They're right yeah, on like top. Like 2,500 people, I think. Yeah, it's like it a high school. It's like mm-hmm. a high school gym. Uh, They're it, 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 on the campus of Shamanad, I think, mm-hmm. is is where it is. But uh, you you just want to make sure that if anything, you come home with one or a couple of wins that that's at minimum if you do that i think a resounding success for this trip okay you just don't want to be the team that comes home not having won a game there's only one of them Um, that does that's right right. and that and that's and it it could happen to you everybody everybody's good now louisville has really struggled so if you if it doesn't go well for you against creighton my guess is arkansas will beat louisville Uh uh-huh if if what we've seen to this point holds yeah. and that that's a game that y- you would need to win because Louisville, I think comes into this thing, winless with three, one point losses, I think. Yeah. You don't want to be there first. One yeah, sure. exactly. And so if you, if you get that done, th- then it's like, you can go play for the, what the consolation championship, yeah. or whatever it would be. Yeah. And uh, depending on who's on the other side of the bracket at that point, but it's a fun experience there's a ton of tech fans that have made the mm-hmm. uh, the trip to go and and enjoy it and and you know because this is a one I mean next year you're at the Bahamas uh, in Atla- the battle for Atlantis. Atlantis uh, yeah. this this week uh, next year similar convention center type gymnasium and and very stiff room. competition yeah. in a ballroom that's exactly right but uh yeah it, it's a fun week though and you got the Sooners coming to town you got the Red Raiders on nationally televised uh games for three straight days so it's a, yeah. it's a fun week and you got you got turkey and stuffing and pie so it, it's it's uh uh it sounds pretty good to me what do you say
1: I I say so yeah I, <laughs> uh speaking of that we'll we'll uh get to questions but what's what's the uh What are the absolute you have to have on Thanksgiving? What's the go-tos? Like, are you a traditional guy where you got to have the whole spread or what? What's it look like for you?
0: Well, typically I've, uh, now you haven't had to experience any of this before, but, but, you know, there's been times where we we travel out on Thanksgiving day and that you talk about the, the not fun part of the job. Mm -hmm. Is like you show up for Thanksgiving, it's like, okay, I gotta go. I mean, and that, that, that'll, <laughs> yeah, that'll, get it. that'll gouge you. It's, it, uh, when the Red Raiders, yeah, basketball is getting back like on Thanksgiving, right? They're getting back Thanksgiving night. Yeah. And, you know, many times the Red Raiders have played on that Friday, mm-hmm. uh, against Texas and, you know, or against Baylor. And yeah, but, um, so thankfully this is a more normal situation. But yeah, no, I'm not a big stuffing guy. I'm a, I'm a turkey, potatoes, uh, green bean casserole, mm-hmm. um, roll, um, you know, and then you know if there's some corn casserole, if there's some, you know, the side dishes are usually what make Thanksgiving. Like the turkey and ham, that that's kind of the the the, the must have, but the, the yeah. side dishes yeah. is what makes it. But to me, it's just it's like whatever kind of pie you want to, as long as it doesn't have meringue on it. I think meringue is a giant failure, waste of time. Come on. Man. Come Everybody, on. Everybody stresses out about, oh, it pulled away from the crust. Oh, (laughs) it it doesn't. It doesn't look right, and it it doesn't taste like anything. It's just calf slobber is where it's at level. It's terrible. So uh, that's where that's where I'm at uh, on uh, on on Thanksgiving. But it's yeah, cowboy game. Oh yeah, uh, egg bowl. Now they've got the NFL game that night, and you know it's just yeah, it's a fun time, and I, I can't wait to spend some time with my kid who's been gone and she's mm-hmm. uh she's going to be home this week from college and so I'm, I'm awesome. thrilled to yeah the older you get the more of that stuff means means a lot more yeah. to you man
1: absolutely yeah. all right uh, a few questions from the audience we'll start off with this one from Marvin on Facebook do you think Tyree Wilson will play in our bowl game level
0: no I don't uh, I don't know. Even even if healthy, I don't think he would have just because he's got too much to lose. I yeah. think, uh, in fact, I, I'm not so certain that Joey wouldn't have advised him not to. Uh, he's got nothing. I think you're else probably to prove. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just because, you know, I, I, I think there's just too much for him to lose. Uh, if you were playing in a college football playoff game, that's different. I, Absolutely, or or yeah. like a New Year's Day type game or something. Yeah. yeah. I but but when you're playing one of these back end bowl games, this is going to be about some of these guys that don't necessarily have professional football in their future, or a lot of your young guys. But uh, Tyree Wilson, I, yeah, I don't expect him to play versus Oklahoma. Don't think he plays in your bowl game. I think uh, we we have seen the last of him in a red red uniform. I hate I hate saying Man. that. That's my guess, but that stinks. Uh, yeah, and, and it's just the reality of it. But sure. he's he's got a future, uh, a bright, bright future. And he gave you everything he had uh, every time he was out there this game this year. And he put a ton on tape. And so I I have no issue with it whatsoever.
1: Yeah. And I think you're going to absolutely see him tearing it up uh, on Sundays and uh, hate it that it's probably done for him at tech, but uh, we'll get to, to root him on for a long time. Uh, This question says are we getting led lights as part of the uh football training facility major project upgrades
0: and, and so i think people what they want to know is is that i think you've got older uh lights yeah. right now that aren't necessarily the brightest uh and and now they they make these lights because we saw it at nc state the, i probably get to cool. see it better than you did woodman yeah. and at least on above where you were sitting yeah i mean yeah. off and on it turns the stadium red there are some led lights in the stadium because they can turn the they can glow it red and do some different things but i'll let you kind of uh weigh in on well who, i what I've, you, what you have what you've heard
1: i've just heard that uh they are going to try to fit that in but i haven't heard that it's it's concrete or solid so i think with the the 200 million dollar project they're going to try to uh upgrade the lights as well but we'll it's still in a uh we'll see what's going to happen type of mode uh this question from mark
0: but i mean the, the point there though is that uh after this game versus oklahoma oh yeah you, you know we, we we haven't talked a lot about that but yeah the, the, there's going to be a lot of uh a lot going on over there sure over the next 18 months uh, i don't know what next season looks like from that standpoint, mm-hmm. but it's going to be kind of a mess over there, uh, in the off season, but that's the price of progress, but I can't wait to see the finished product. And, uh, we, we, we had, we had that announcement. Then it's like, you kind of forget about it, but now Uh it's about to get dropped in your lap right now. And, Everybody else will forget about it, too, because you're not going to, you know, other than the spring game or whatever, uh, you know, you you won't be thinking about it while they're working on just, you know, mass. It's a massive project. I mean, yeah, a lot, I, yeah, a lot going on.
1: I, I'm curious to just see how well they dress it up once you're playing football and they're working on it, how, how that looks at that end of the stadium, because yeah. we'll we'll see the progress there. And then you're going to be doing it through a football season next year. So it'll be interesting for sure. Uh, this question from Mark. Level, can you help outline what possible bowl games we have and what the finishing order could be for Tech in the Big 12 standings, depending on what happens this weekend?
0: Yeah, well, I, I think uh, I think you have an opportunity to play in the Metroplex. There's a Phoenix opportunity. Uh, I think if, if you – now, if, if you dare to dream a bit, if you beat Oklahoma mm-hmm. and say – depending on who wins or loses that Baylor-Texas game, I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility that you could move up to, like, the Cheez-It Bowl or the the Alamo Bowl or the Texas Bowl, like, you know, which is in Orlando, Uh, I think, you know, obviously San Antonio or the one in Houston. and Those are higher on the – I mean, you've got eight bowl-eligible teams in the Big 12. Eight of the ten teams are already bowl-eligible. That's done. Uh, I think what happens, though, is if TCU does, in fact, make the playoff, Obviously, everybody moves up because then I think Kansas State, as far as what we're looking at now, uh, Kansas State ends up like in the Sugar Bowl, I think. Uh, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. And so then again, so everybody again, then you've got just six left for all the the technical tie ins. And so everybody kind of moves up. Uh, But the, the latest projection I saw had TCU going to the playoff. It had Kansas State in the Sugar. And I think it had you playing. In Phoenix on December Phoenix. the twenty seventh versus Maryland. I think that uh, would be a scenario
1: if you lost to OU is is kind of how that projection would work out because I yeah, think th-
0: there's just enough other yeah. results to and, 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 see, yeah, it's, and gonna, it's not and it it's about it's about what the Bulls want. True, they, they can kind. It's not
1: always just like where you finish uh, and yeah. you're going to be there because uh, I believe I believe Big Twelve standings wise. If if Tech wins, you're going to be. And depending what happens with Texas, you can finish third place in the Big Twelve technically. Yeah, you can yeah. finish so with, in a tie with the, with the, for tie. third place. Yeah, and then right. pecking order, tiebreakers, all sorts of that. I think uh,
0: seating wise, if you want to go by that, you can finish anywhere from fourth to seventh. But it, it's b- yeah. bottom line though. You, you're you know the, the Liberty Bowl is one that I'm not certain that they would want the Red Raiders or the Red Raiders would want to go back. I I thought it was a great experience. I think Memphis is a tr- uh, an interesting yeah. city. It's uh, Semi dangerous, but a lot of history, and I, I thought it yeah. was a good experience. Probably because of the way the game went, and you'd know you'd be playing an SEC team, true uh, there. So I, I think, uh, but but because you you know rarely do bowls want the same team back to back years, unless it's uh, a really
1: attractive matchup or something. Yeah, like yeah that. Po- you don't possibly. see that often. and I
0: can't imagine that you know Texas Tech versus their old head coach is uh, is it, you could you could match that with yeah. one involving the Red Raiders, exactly. but. Well, but again, bottom line is uh you 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 are gonna get a chance to to extend your season and that's that's a good thing. And I just uh, I think that's a lot of fun, man.
1: Yeah, you could so right now the the bowl projections don't matter much because you could literally end up one of five or six different places. So kind of have to wait and see how things shake out a little bit better after after this week, and then the yeah. projections can get a little bit more accurate. But but uh, I,
0: I just yeah. I, I'm just, I'm thrilled for everybody involved sure. that, you know, you get another month of football. This is the way this program is supposed to be. It, it, you're supposed to be in a position where you're playing a 13th game every year. Uh, we got spoiled with that. It, yep. It's you're trying to get it back to that to where you, you want to be spoiled again by that to where that's just like a given. And it's, it's trying to contend for the conference championship. or trying <laughs> to play in one of those higher end bowl games and, And things like that. But I don't want to necessarily celebrate just being bowl eligible every year. But this is where you're at right now. Right now. Yeah. Nice to see them back because in a game that you went on the road with one penalty and you score 14 points and win. I mean, I'm I'm, you pour all that over me, man. I'm all about it. (laughs) I'll pour it all over you.
1: And I don't I don't know that there's a bad bowl scenario for you because even if you end up in a lower one where you're in DFW it still feels like there's enough excitement around this team. And you're going to have plenty of fans at one of these Yeah, those the DFW one bowls. the one
0: that I don't and I don't know if it's going to work that way because I think you'll you'll you've got two because the playoff and things like mm-hmm. that, I don't know if you'll have enough teams where it gets, can. can The down, one game yeah. I don't want you playing in is the armed forces bowl on the campus of TCU, just yeah. out of general principle. Yeah. I don't want to go play a bowl game get away from it. before Christmas at TCU stadium. That, yeah. that would, that would rub me I the wrong it. way. If that, if that's what you get uh then, then that's what happens. But uh, that would take a loss and you almost being like the very last, team to fill a bowl slot yeah uh and, and and potentially it would require tcu to not make the playoff too feels like it yeah yeah Which... so so there's a lot that would need to happen but that's the only caveat i would throw out there too yeah. as far as the metroplex games but that's just that's just me being you know sideways about that i just don't <laughs> yeah and I, that's my that's I, my I hometown. i'm with you uh, that's my yeah. hometown right yeah. yeah
1: well level got another one in the books was a fun one. Uh, hopefully, we get to do a little more celebration next week and knock out some of these. Since this date, so we're, we're looking to get rid of a few of those. But uh, we'll yeah, see. man.
0: Yeah, uh, ba- basketball this week, uh, yep. football this week, uh, great Thanksgiving week. this week. It's a it's a fun week, man. It's sports win.
1: Yeah, Enjoy time with the family this week, and uh, we'll talk to you again next
0: week. Sounds good, man. Keep hope alive, Woodman.
1: For Chris Level, I'm Choice Woodman. You've been tuned into the Ask Level podcast. Powered by Double T97.3. Y'all have a great week and a happy Thanksgiving.
0: You've been listening to the Ask Level Podcast, powered by Double T97.3. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to Double T973.com.